Or, tu côtoies. Oui. I don't have to win. We both just have to lose. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Box Office Quarterbacks, another trailer breakdown that we're going to do. And we love doing these things here, especially when it comes to uh, the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, Eric, I do want to start with you because I know you've been real hyped on Kang and his arrival and we're finally seeing him. Oh, and, hell, King. Man, Whatever what? he's trying to do, I'm with it. I, I support it. I, I support it, man. In this trailer, we got we got an understanding of who Kang is. Or not an understanding of who Kang is, but, man, you don't want to mess with him. You, We got the warnings in Loki Season 1 where He Who Remains was just like, you don't want to meet my other variants. And here we're meeting one of them, and obviously it's Kang. And what we got from the trailers... I mean, with our history with the MC, I'm going to take it with a grain of salt. So I don't know how many scenes are actually going to be in this movie because they showed a lot. <laughs> and um, I, what I like to see is Kane got to get them all out of there. Get them all like they got to they got they got to do. They got to set the stage for it to show him, show everybody why he's not someone you want to mess with. Similar to what they did with Thanos and in Infinity War. The first 10 minutes, you realize, dang, he. Thanos mopped the floor with with um, Thor, Loki, and the Hulk, blew up the ship. That's when you knew, like, okay, Thanos is a problem here. They got to set the stage right. If they if they got rid of Janet and Hank in the first fifteen minutes, I'm cool. That's uh, like I said, he got to do he he got to he got to show why he's the next big bad. And totally, man. I I'm kind of on the same uh, boat as as uh, Eric. I, I want to see what Kang is going to do. Jonathan Majors really has just, you know, come so far as well. And like to hear his dialogue and how he's going to stack up to like all these other supervillains, I feel like he's going to deliver. I think he might really blow us out of the water. Uh, so from an entertainment perspective, hell yeah. Um, if I can also take a minute to just to talk about Paul Rudd, man. I mean, this is going to be, I think, you know, a, big thing for his career because we've he's one of the few actors that we can go it's Paul Rudd and he's the guy from I love you man and uh clueless and now he's an avenger and i wonder if this is going to finally maybe just solidify him uh in his role well <laughs> he is the first well i saw a tweet today where it said ant-man got a trilogy before Henry Cavill's Superman did, which is pretty funny because yeah, like you never would have expected that. And there's a whole bunch of problems in DC that we've covered in the past. But my initial thoughts is this is the Kang show. They even say a new dynasty is being born or something like that in the trailer. This is like Kang featuring Ant-Man it's the equivalent of having like Jay-Z or Eminem on your track, but they take over the entire track and you just think of it as their song. Uh, that's kind of what I, how I view this. Uh, it's the reason I'm excited for this movie because I've been reading up on Kang since it was announced that he is going to be the big bad of the multiverse saga. So I am super, super excited 
to see him. Uh, there's a, some other elements that I'm excited about as well. Um, Modoc is one of them. I played the Avengers game, which is not great, but Modoc is in that. <laughs> He's in it. But uh, I thought it was interesting that they brought back Corey Stoll from uh, the original Ant Man, who played Yellow Jacket, and made him Modoc. I think it makes sense within the parameters of the MCU. Uh, any other things non Kang related? that you guys liked from what you saw piggyback Jeff on that one thing that you said about this being King movie, I King's movie. I, I completely agree. It's kind of like what I was saying earlier. Um, infinity war was definitely a Thanos movie. Um, I think that this one, like you said, is definitely going to be a Kang movie. Um, you can sense the fear in Janet when they had those clips of her saying like, Hey, you can't trust him. Uh, things like that. Um, when you talk about elements outside of Kang, I, I do have one, I guess, concern about just understanding what we got from the trailer is that Ant-Man just wants more time with Cassie, which I, I don't understand why he would, because what, what, okay, yes, it's it's been five years or however long they're going to say in this film, but it's just like, you already saved the world. Like what, what more time do you need? Do you want to like see her sixth birthday or like what? I, I don't, I don't understand just because you missed a couple birthdays because you, you were an Avenger. I mean, he was also locked up too, Eric. Damn. <laughs> I'm just concerned about his motive, his motive for all of this and the reasoning for why he needs to team or do things for Kang. So I guess that's just my one concern. I'm just like, if this is a weak plot, man, then it's it like... It looks like Cassie okay. gets locked up for something where she's going to go to jail. But is she going to... What did she do to get locked up that... Like, did she kill somebody and she's going to jail for 30 years or something? Like, what happened to where he wants to go back in time and change things? That's what I want to know. It's just very... Yeah, the motivations are weird. Like Eric said, it has to be stronger than that. Thinking about the whole um, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness uh, trailer, you know, it doesn't, you know, you said uh, uh, this is a Kang movie. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness was a Wanda movie. <laughs> and um, like, and, and the motiv motivation behind that also, in my opinion, just seemed a little far-fetched. Like, you really want to go back to one single universe where your kids were alive. Um, but you know, so the motivations can be weird, but sometimes they work, you know, we saw a side of Wanda that we didn't see before. And maybe through this weird motivation, we'll see a side of Scott Lang, Ant-Man, if you will. Um, but one thing we forgot to talk about, and I don't know if this is a concern for you guys, but what about Ant-Man's friends, Michael Pena? Get them all out, man. I, I don't care. If Kang were, was to get rid of everybody, because obviously we know Ant-Man is going to be in... Ant-Man's obviously, since he's actually going to fight Kang, he's going to be a main player in the next Avengers movie. So whatever, I understand he's going to still be around. But everybody else got to go. Um, They all got to go. If Kang takes out Michael Pena, I'm going to be real sad. He's going to be doing a narration and here comes Kang. It's like, oh shit, <laughs> look at this. 
We're getting real dark. <laughs> We're getting real Eric dark Saul, in the third ad. Michael movie. Pena. No one cares. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I want to do something a little different. I want you guys to give one bold prediction about this movie. And then we'll go back and see when we actually review it, if it does come true. So for me, and this is kind of cheating a little bit, but in the trailer, which gave away too much, like Eric said, you Ant-Man has this very interesting line where he, he's like, I don't have to beat you. I just need you to lose too. So I think it's going to be a very dark, very sad ending, almost like infinity war where somewhere a timeline gets fractured at the end of it. And Kang is stuck in kind of limbo. And so is Ant-Man. And that's how we start kicking off the multiverse saga. So that is my one big prediction that we are not going to end on a happy note in this movie. My first prediction is that in this movie, we get a glimpse of the new Avengers team somehow, some way, whether it's Shang-Chi, Sam Wilson's Captain America, we get a glimpse of them. Um, And another prediction, I think that, I mean, uh, this also isn't going on on a limb. I think Loki makes an appearance, whether it be in a post-credit scene or somewhere, but I think we see Loki. So those are my two. I'm not going to go too in-depth. I, I think we'll see a glimpse of the new Avengers team or or Loki will show up somewhere because um, apparently I've been seeing online that there's supposed to be two post-credit scenes. So we'll, we'll see an appearance from Loki. I just predict that... Uh, Ant-Man's going to have a much bigger role, I think, as we already said, uh, in in the Avengers, subsequent Avengers movie uh, to come. Um, I think it's fair because, you know, he's um, the most senior, I guess, of the members, if, you know, if that makes sense. But um, I'm, I'm just expecting that he's going to be in a lot bigger roles considering they're going to bring the OG Kang into this. Thoughts and prayers to your favorite heroes because they might not be making it out. Um, anything else you guys want to add before we get out of here? Uh, I, I don't have anything to add about Ant-Man trailer, but uh, I would like to give a special shout out to Angela Bassett and Kohei Kwan for winning uh, Golden Globe Awards as of this recording. I haven't finished the rest of the Golden Globe, so I'm sorry if I'm missing anybody out, but um, just mad respect. Nominate Wakanda forever for best picture. That's the last thing I'm going to say because it deserves it. And it was the best movie of last year and everyone knows it's true. So that's what I'm going to say. That's how we're going to end this episode. I'm Jeff. He's Eric. That's Ahmed. It's been another edition of box office quarterbacks. We will see you guys another episode very, very soon.